On tonight's show, we have lifestyle and travel blogger, Kiwi the Beauty. And now, for your host, Cool Car. What up, y'all? Back once again. Episode 2, Kicking It With Cool Card. I appreciate everybody tuning in. We are back again to give you some nuggets, some knowledge, some transparency. Yes, and I just want to give thanks to everybody who tuned in last week. Like I said, we're going to keep this going every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you can't catch the live show, I got the replay on the channel as soon as it's over with. Also, if you don't want to take notes and you just want to kind of take it all in the first time around, I got you. Catch the replay. All right, so if you are on here and you're taking some good things back with you to help you, um, you know, build up your brand and all that good stuff, I just got one thing I need you to do. That's hit that subscribe button. Just hit the subscribe. Subscribe to your boy. And uh, yeah, there we go. See that that little subscribe thing right there? It don't look like that on your, on my channel, but you know. Hit that button. Follow me. Subscribe to me so you know what's going on. You know when the episodes are coming on. If I have to take a break. Also... I'm going to give you an announcement now. Uh, the 24th and New Year's Eve, I won't be here. Be kicking it with the family. You guys kick with your family. So we're going to reconvene back in January. But that I said all that to say this. I got somebody on tonight that's going to give you the breakdown, some inside scoop, some transparency on blogging. So if you're tuning in, you're probably wanting to know more about blogging. You're probably doing it as a hobby. You want to take it to a, another level. You want to make it a business for yourself. I got the person for you. And she's well-versed in it. She's been doing it for a long time. I've known her for a long time. And I'm telling you, she's everywhere. And uh, she's really doing a thing. And her name is Kiwi the Beauty. And she's going to get. She's gonna give you the breakdown, man. I'm telling you, she goes to all the events. She's talking to all the celebrities. She's hosting events. She's a brand ambassador. She works with brands. So I can pull all that information out of her to give to you to try to figure out how you can become a brand ambassador, how you can start working with brands, how you can start getting paid for something you love to do, for something that you, you, you know that you just thought it was going to be a hobby. But guess what? You can actually get paid. You can take trips. You can do your thing. All right? So without further ado, you know I got to bring in the right way, the only way, how I do it. All right? Check it out. It's Kiwi, y'all. Kiwi! Are we live? <laughs> Are we live? <laughs> Kiwi, we live! Hey! What's up? What's up? <laughs> oh, man, it's been a minute. How you been doing? Yeah. We good. I'm good. How about you? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. I see you out there doing your thing, you know, at all the events, everywhere, <laughs> you know, on I somebody try. else's dime. So we're going to yeah, get into sometimes. that. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. All right. So listen, I know people are looking at the screen right now. I got your Miss Jessie's ad. I got your Miss Jessie's ad up there. So I just wanted okay. to kind of represent you from the gate with that. Congratulations on that and just all the other successes that you had throughout the years um, with this Thank whole blogging thing. Thank uh, you. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about how you got with uh, Miss Jessie's and work with that. And then we're going to double back and kind of smooth it in from the beginning of blogging and the tools and all that type of stuff. 
Like, it must be synchronicity tonight, because I don't know. You can't really see it, but this is a Miss Jessie shirt. Up. Stand up a little bit. Let them see the shirt. Uh, it's, you know, there we go. she's like, like down here. It says Miss Jessie. Like, yeah. So, synchronicity, Miss Jessie. I got to shout her out, because, I mean, she gave me an opportunity when natural hair blogging was, like, really kicking off. This was, like, in 2014. And, oh, I just love telling this story, because... I was a nobody, you know, and I say a nobody, I mean, I was literally, I just started blogging, but um, this was back in 2013 and I'm in Atlanta. I don't know if they know that, but I'm in Atlanta and, you know, one thing I'll say is always network and talk to people because you never know how that talking to someone can like spark a boost. Yeah. So the Miss Jessie thing started off with me just wanting to do brand ambassador work with just Miss Jessie. I don't know if people remember, but my natural hair girls do. Miss Jessie was one of the only brands who was like really guerrilla marketing. Like she had the orange bag. I don't know if people remember, but Miss Jessie was known for going to all the events. Whatever event, she was known for giving out free samples in those orange bags. And all I wanted to do was be one one of the girls. (laughs) Yeah. I just wanted to be one of the girls that was handing out the bags. I just want to be a part because I'm going to be honest with you, back in 2014 or 13, I, I, you could make it a business, but it, it didn't really boom like that. So I just really wanted the connection. My yeah. hair, I was going on my own hair journey. I've been natural since 15 years. Like, believe it or not, I've been, like, natural with no perm for 15 years. But I didn't wow. get curly to 2013. And Miss Jessie's was the only brand. I'm telling you this. This is no lie. Um, I know y'all see the, the background, but she was the only brand at the time. And even now, sometimes, like, she's my favorite brand to this day. And um, that really took my curls and made it look like this. Because back then, you know, there was, like, nobody that was doing it. So 2013, I'm trying to be a brand ambassador. I ran into one of, you know, her associates who could get me to be a brand ambassador. But um, it it worked out once. Like, I did do it. It took me months. And then worked out with him. And I did, like, an event where I passed out the bags. And I don't know if people are into law of attraction and manifestation. This is very important because this is a part of my lifestyle and it's going to be a part of my brand about the power of manifestation. So I did do the work, but I also manifested this, wherever the, the, the ad is, I manifested this ad. That's why I said I love telling this story. So while I'm doing the brand ambassadorship as just a regular girl passing out the bag, I mean the bags, I wasn't a blogger passing out the bag. I was just a girl, right. hey, do you want a Miss Jessie bag? Do you want a Miss Jessie bag? And so there was a poster of a girl, like on, on the poster of the ad, while I was at the brand ambassadorship, there was a model. She was so pretty and, you know, she just had this curly hair. And all I said, and I said this to myself, I didn't say it to anybody out there. I was just like, oh, I would love to be one of the girls modeling, you know, the hair stuff. Like, I just right. would love that to happen for me one day, you know, not even as a blogger, just I want to be a hair model because I was like, I love my curls at the time. I'm like, I want to model my curls, too. And again, back in 2013, that was still very new. Like now you see natural hair ads everywhere. But in 2013, that was not, you know, the norm, especially not working with bloggers. So it was like, you had to be a straight up agent model to get that gig. And that girl probably was an agent model who got that gig with Miss Jessie, I believe. Maybe, maybe not. But anyway, so months later went by and um, the same guy that got me the gig with um, the ambassadorship, he was like, do you want to you know, do a holiday campaign. I'm like, like I'm thinking for, he said for the website, for the Christmas. I'm like, okay, Christmas time, whatever, I'll do it. Um, Come to find out three months later, they were like, oh yeah, that ad you did, um, that's going to be, they had a one year anniversary party. Like it was like my one year anniversary party. Miss Jessie was like, oh, we want to, you know, use your photo and we're going to put this on the website. 
Mm. So at the event, I met the owner. Her name is Miko Branch. I just love you, Miko. So if you've ever watched this, just know this day is going to be embedded in my head forever. But shout out, Miko. You put her on. Yeah, shout out to Miko. <laughs> but um, at the one-year anniversary party, um, and matter of fact, it's going on my seven-year anniversary. It was on December 7th. was my seven-year. Oh, my God. December seven, 7th was my seven-year seven anniversary. anniversary from that yeah. gig? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. So, um, Miko, you know, she, you know, this is when Bar One was popular. That was Peter from Real Housewives of Atlanta. He had a right, um, right, event right. space. So we had a big party. And Miss Jessie also had a um, a brand, the Leave-In Conditioner, which is what you probably see back here. So that same picture you see back here, this is what she, she put, showed let me. Let me put that thing back up. Hold yeah, on. put it back. Yeah, you got you it. Go. Put it back. So <laughs> she showed me that already. She that's, That was on the flyers for my one-year anniversary because she was promoting the Leave-In Conditioner. And at the party, she said, yeah, I know you think this is just for the website, but I just want to let you know, and she told me at the party, mm -hmm. that you're going to be on a billboard. I saw that thing. And I thing. said, what? I was driving and through so, the city. And not right only was it on TV. a billboard, it was on a billboard. <laughs> that blew my mind. Not only was it on a billboard, but she put me in seven or eight magazines that year. And this, and this part is very important, guys. When she did this, and this was, I think, and I'm going to kind of claim this, but she was probably one of the first brands to ever do this for bloggers. But she not only put my face on it, but she put my name and my, and my, like my brand. Like she put That's Kiwi dope. the Beauty, Beauty Blogger, and she made sure like, please yeah. follow this blogger. Yeah, and yeah. other brands were not doing that yet. You, if you were a model, you were just a model. Whether you were a blogger or not, it's just, but she put my actual handle and she gave me a lot of exposure back then. So I have to thank her. So that opportunity just, it was me part of it being networking, but a lot of it was just manifest manifestation. And it was also that Miko said to me that, you know, I could have picked a whole bunch of other hair bloggers. There was other blogs that was gaining traction, 50,000, right. you know, lots of numbers. I don't, my YouTube channel is still in the low, low numbers. I don't YouTube. So I'm trying to figure yeah. out why did she pick me? And she said to me, she said, she said, I believe in you and I see something in you with your brand. That, and I want to give you that platform to do that. Dope. So when she did that, that was my one year anniversary of blogging. And, you know, I have to give her that because she catapulted me a little bit. Like she gave me like something, like something for my, to, to for an image for my brand. So, and after that, I just kept going hard, got other opportunities, but you know, she did help me get some kind of exposure in the beginning of my brand. So I have to thank her for that. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. So manifestation works, guys. I'm just letting you know. I it went from a me working as as a uh uh you know swag girl, swag bag girl to a you know I'm looking at a poster like I wish that was me. To a couple months later, it was me. So right, just speaking to the existence. I'm telling you, that's so dope. So we're yeah. gonna double back. We're gonna double yeah. back to a little bit about. Hey, do me a favor. Scoot over to your right just a little bit. Oh, there we Good. go. Yeah, okay. there we go. There we go. That's what I need you to do for me. Okay. Damn, there we magic. go. We magic. have a direct split screen now. <laughs> okay. All right, so for, for people watching, you know, they're hearing all that and how you got your, how, I don't want to say your break, but kind of like, you know, the, what's, what catapulted you out of, right. out of, right. you know, the beginner stage, I guess you want right, to say. Right, 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 right. What, what does it take to, to even start blogging? Because I know most people start, they do it as a hobby, right? Right, right, so, right. I did, I did too. So how do you take it to the next level if you don't run into a Jesse's who puts you onto a billboard and so on and so forth? Like, how do you get an audience? How do you get noticed? What are the tools and what are the skills do you need? Do you need journalism skills? I know you need some type of writing skills. Like, <laughs> tell them, you know. Now, what? 
here's what I'm going to say. I want to make this clear that I, like I said, Miko, she did just a great job of introducing me, but I want to let you guys know that Miko, I mean, just the Miss Jessie brand, it was a start, but I had to continue it. So just know, like, that wasn't it. It wasn't like a Oprah, you get a car and now you're famous, or, you know, she put me on. It was more of a, here, I'm going to give you a start, but now you you, you got to you have to continue. Because, you know, there's people who are celebrities who are like right. one-hit wonders, and you never hear from them again. It's right. either you're going to keep doing it, you're going to keep coming out with hits, or you're going to have that one hit, and then nobody hears from you again. And I didn't want to be a one-hit blogger. You know what I'm saying? Just a one, you know, campaign <laughs> girl blogger or whatever, right? right? So... Um, what I did to start, right, because I was just like other people. I had a nine to five job. I've been here's another thing. I've been blogging, honestly, since I was in college. This is when blogging wasn't cool because blogging and social media is cool now. When right. I was blogging, I was in college, which was 10 years ago. So I can go back to 2006 and I had a legit blogger dot com blog. There was no buying your own website back. Oh, you had you know, a blogger blogger dot com money to go dot com you right know, i was in college i was broke i'm just gonna be honest and you know i, I blogger.com and i don't even want to say what the name of it was it was very stupid it was a very stupid college girl <laughs> blog but again bloggers back then were gossip bloggers or you just had it was like an open diary so i didn't tell people about it because it was kind of personal and i'm like you know i didn't think nothing of it but when i was working at my corporate job in 2011 you know, blogging kind of was like, you could see some bloggers getting some notoriety. You're like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. That's a sign. I need to get back to blogging. And I want to do this as a hobby while I'm doing my corporate job and see where it goes because right. I've always been a blogger. Like I've been doing this since college. So why not continue and, but rebrand myself. So I came up with Key to the Beauty, um, didn't have my website. So what I was doing was going to events, just taking my camera. There was no Instagram was kind of out, but not really, but it was Facebook. So I was taking pictures and uploading on Instagram and Facebook and tweeting. It was tw Twitter was more important than Instagram. If you believe it or not, it was way more important than Instagram. Yeah, yeah, for so sure. I was, I was just, what I was doing was infiltrating myself in events. Thank God that back then blogging was like, it was such a community where you can meet other bloggers and y'all would just share events. So I lived in, I live in Atlanta and I met a small group of blogging friends and then we we we'll all go to events together. So how I started genuinely was that I would just keep going to events, not with a website, but just go, just to go to events. And then I would tweet it out and be like, oh, I was here. Almost like a, what influencers are doing now. Like if right. you don't have a blog, you can be an influencer now. Right. So it was like early influencing that, on Twitter. You know, that, that was one of my questions. Like now with a blog, I know there's some successful blog websites, but now right. as far as like, because, and I forgot to say, you are a lifestyle and travel blogger. So with the lifestyle and travel, do you find yourself putting more of your content on social media, like an Instagram, because it's more picture driven now because people want to see the sites. They want to see, you know, the views or they want to see the scene or, or they want to see the food. So mm -hmm. is it more beneficial for you to work off of Instagram, say, um, as opposed to the website? I'm going to give you a good tip and anybody who wants to be a blogger or do it how on the level that I'm doing, you're going to always, always going to have to have your website. I'm sorry. You're not a brand without your website. I don't okay. care what kind of influencer you're trying to be. Let's just put it this way. I always give people this example. If Instagram or YouTube or whatever shut down, you don't, those don't belong to you. That's a platform that you use, Ooh, but that doesn't belong to you. So if Instagram, like, let's say, for example, you're just an Instagrammer, you got 100,000 people that follow you. 
Instagram. Remember when Instagram shut down like for like a day or so? Everybody like a, was going crazy talking about they lost all types of money. But still had their platform. <laughs> Block, people who have a website didn't ha wasn't affected because right. your your blog was still going. So for one, never say that you don't need a website because that's you don't know what these social media platforms gonna do. Like remember Vine? There were a lot of yeah. Viners back in the day oh, who yeah. had to hurry up and go to Instagram because yep. Vine just it's just over. Shut down. You got. One day and it's right. over. You don't, where are you going to go? And Overnight. Then, right, so either you you conform to Instagram or you know or you just died out. Yeah. So a lot of your favorite viners either they transform and they were able to translate what they had on Instagram or they just died out and Vine was just that was it. Vine died, their brand died. So, but again, if you have your own platform, which is my website, again, I don't. You know, it's a tool. I have social Drop media. Drop the website. Tool. Drop the website. KiwiTheBeauty.com. So, go. you know, just like my name, and that's all my social media handles, just KiwiTheBeauty.com. Um, it's always important to have a website because you don't know which version of your audience is paying attention to. So sometimes my audience is paying attention to me on Instagram. Sometimes they find me on Twitter. Sometimes they found me on YouTube because, my, you know, I'm trying to get back on YouTube. I'll talk about that later. But, and uh, remember, Google is still Girl, you're on YouTube king. tonight. Huh? You on YouTube tonight? I, exactly. Well, I'm on your YouTube. Yes. One day you're gonna be on mine. Look, we're gonna arrange that. Hey, but, hey um, make it happen. I'm gonna get on your level with that. <laughs> but yeah, and then you gotta remember, Google is still powerful. So say I'm travel blogging. You know, even though Instagram is beautiful and you know it looks fun on my Instagram, you'll be surprised. Like say I went to Mexico and I'm blogging about how my trip was in Mexico. Someone's Googling where to stay in Mexico and my blog pops up. They didn't mm. find me on Instagram. They found mm. me on my blog because, you know, SEO and all that is still prevalent on finding places. So, so if they're Googling where to stay, my I, blog will pop up. I'm sorry to cut you off, but okay, with that, as a blogger, do you need to understand SEO? Do you need to know how to work the SEO or you just Whew. let it take its course? Because SEO is a beast. It is a beast. And I'm going to be honest with you. That's something that I'm still learning and growing myself. So again, I'm always a student in my own profession. And you should always be a student in your own profession. You shouldn't just go, oh, I'm a, you can be a guru, but as long as I'll just say this in the social media space, it's very hard to be a guru, guru when things are always changing. You just never know. Right. Just never know when another social media platform is going to catapult. But yeah, SEO is like hashtags for your website. So it's very important. You should definitely use that and, you know, make sure you get that going. But you asked me a question earlier about do you need to um, have journalism skills or writing skills or do you have to have yeah. some kind of experience? Degree. And I'll be honest with you, I do have a background in public relations and journalism. I went to this Parkland University, got my degree in mass media arts. All right. So this is something that I am career aligned with. Like this wasn't my career path. I was in PR. Right. But now it reversed. But I know the language and I'm lucky that I I know the language. But I will say, no, if you're savvy and you're, you know, getting yourself in. It's a, like I said, when I was when I graduated back in 2009, um, I didn't go to school for this. It was there was it wasn't out. Facebook did not um, really launch for brands till 2009 after I graduated. So at the end of the day, you know, I had to learn on my own as I grew, as I emerge myself in the industry so no you do not have to you know be in the industry but you do have to study it and be a part of it so it's just it's just how you immerse yourself into the industry and you learn and you grow that way so okay and um as far as like these brands because i know mm -hmm. that's the magic 
that's the that's magic the, that everybody wants yeah. and everybody needs. Everybody. Like, how do I get these brands to notice me? Do they contact you? Do you contact them? Is it because you have an audience and they see the audience that you have, kind of like Instagram, and they reach out? Like, how does that work? How do you become a brand ambassador? And what are the perks? That's so what everybody right. wants to know. Uh, yeah. So here's the cool <laughs> part. Everything you just said, the answer is yes. Yes. To, yes to everything. So it's no, what I think people have a misconception is, is that you become, even if you become successful, it's just a, this is the answer. And if I do this, then that's it. It's, I don't, it's not a, every week it's a different thing. So a lot of time, because I've been doing this a long time, yes, brands come to me a lot of times. Like I don't reach out to all of them, but I, I'm also well connected with a, a certain amount of agencies as well that I, that, that work with me. So there are blogger agencies, there are blogger networks really? that I'm a part of. Um, there are certain PR companies um, that I've networked with because I go to events and I've met people. I've shaken their hands. I asked them their name. I've given them a card. They've given me a card and I've made a relationship. So here's the key to a lot of people when you want to network. You need to go to events. You cannot, I'm not saying that um, they can't find you online on your own because they will. Somebody, if they want you, they're going to find you. You align with their, you know, demographic. These agencies and brands will find you on your own. But how I got in the industry when I was just starting out blogging, I made it my business to get out even after my corporate job. Like, you know, instead of just going home after work, I'm like, you know right. what? It's six o'clock. I'm going to this event. You know, I'm not making an excuse. I'm going to this event. I'm going to, network with people. I'm going to make myself seen. I'm going to talk to who I need to talk to. I'm going to give them a card. I'm going to take their card and I'm going to send them an email. So I think if you really want to immerse yourself in the industry and like really get people to take you seriously, introduce yourself in person and you can write emails as well. But um, number one, brands have connected with me and I've made relationship with brands and agencies because I've networked with them. Now, another way is to answer your, you know, you said it, do I contact them? Absolutely. If there's a brand that I want to work with, um, I have contacted brands on my own because never feel like you're too good. Like, oh, one day they're just going to find me. No, sometimes they need to know that you exist. So there have been plenty of emails that I pitched and learned this word, guys. You have to pitch yourself sometimes. So I have a media kit. You know, if you have a media kit, that's very important. A media kit is what you use. It's almost like your um, resume, a, a digital resume. What's, inclu your, your what's included in that? Good question. What's included in that is, you know, of course, your picture, your demographics, your an your monthly analytics of your blog or your traffic, or if you're an Instagram of your Instagram traffic. You know, you have to get all those professional analytics together and put it in a um in your media kit. And then you also can put some examples of what brands you've already worked with, and you know, things that pretty much anything that you have accolades with, you would put it in your media kit. So. Um, that's very important. I would highly recommend if you're going to be any kind of person in the digital space, have a media kit because that is your digital portfolio to people. Because when you have that, brands be like, oh, she's serious. She has something already. So always have a media kit ready. So and when I'm ready to pitch people, I send them my email pitch and then I send them my media kit. What does it cost to put one together? Because cost is always a question. Okay, I'll tell you this. It, it, it can be free if you do it yourself or, you know, if you want to email me, I can give you some rates, kiwithebeauty at gmail.com. I do create media kits. So if you Write email that me, down. Yeah, you email me, I can create a media kit for you. So I do do, that is something that I do charge and I, that is something that I'm very professional in creating. 
So, I mean, you can be a beginner. So some people think, oh, I have to have this long, extensive. No, you can start a blog right now and have a media kit right now. It doesn't matter what your numbers are. You just need to have one. So it's just very important to have a media kit because that that's going to put you up against somebody else who doesn't have that at all. It's like, like I said, it's almost like that's your digital resume. Right. So how do you, for someone, for someone who, who wants to get into blogging mm -hmm. or they have a blog, but they're unsure of where it's going. How do you choose your, your niche or your niche or however you want to say that word? Yeah, how do you choose that? Because, you know, most people will say go with your passion. But some people are like, well, I like this, but that doesn't really go with, you know, what I mean, they don't know how to write about it. Or they don't know how to jump into that. How do you choose that? And how did you choose it? Great question. So I always and this is just my part of my personality. I've always knew I was going to be a lifestyle blogger. Regardless, I know you got the travel part. I always call myself a lifestyle travel and entertainment blogger because right. you can put travel and entertainment under lifestyle as well. But, you know, you have to kind of still tell people like lifestyle is so broad. Like I would tell anybody, if you're really confused, just be a lifestyle blogger, because <laughs> at the end of the day, that's a range. I think some people, when you you niche yourself too close, like I'm just a mommy blogger, you'll get blocked out of other opportunities. So what I end up right. happening is, oh, but I want to travel. But you just said you're a mommy blogger. So. You know, are you just a mommy blogger? Do you just want somebody to send you kitty stuff? Or are you sick of that and you want stuff for yourself? You know, <laughs> right. like you got to think about that. Right, or I'm right. going to be honest with you. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I never, and Miss Jessie's, again, Mika, I got to thank you again. Um, she didn't put on my um, ad natural hair blogger because guess what? I was never a natural hair blogger. Matter of fact, the only hairstyle I really go to is this wash and go. So <laughs> I'm, I don't have <laughs> tips for you. I don't have right. all these extensive um, things to do for your hair. I'm just going to tell you to wash and go, and this is how my hair came out. So she put beauty blogger, which, you know, that's still better than a um, a natural hair blogger. When you're a natural hair blogger, it's you're, you only talk about hair. Right. So if you, I'll tell people this. A lot of natural hair bloggers, as of recently, you may not see as many. You're going to see them go lifestyle as well because they're starting to, I don't want to just be known for just my hair because you're going to, how many pro hair products can you get? You know, you've been getting hair products for the last five years. You want to start traveling. You want to start going to movie screenings. You want to start going to stuff, but you've niched yourself so tight that you can't even go to other avenues because they put you in a box. So I have always said I was a lifestyle blogger so I can co cover events. I can cover celebrities. I can cover hair. I can cover myself. Mm. I can cover you. I can cover your dog. <laughs> you know, I can cover, So, so know, that's Beyonce. the trick. You know, it, the list goes on because it's about Keely the Beauty was never about beauty blogging. Because sometimes people think it's a beauty. I barely wear makeup. I wear my red lips and I keep it moving. So the beauty comes from that is how I see the world. You know, the beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. So Kiwi right. the Beauty, how I see things. And it's whatever I want, basically. I said it's called Kiwi the Beauty. So it's whatever I like. And that's what I'm going to put on my platform. So I so never need someone... myself. So for someone who's confused, that's the cheat yeah. code. Just call yourself a lifestyle blogger. I'm not going to say it's the cheat code. I'm <laughs> definitely still going to say don't just say lifestyle and just do everything when that's not you either. If you okay. are just a cook, it's okay to do that as well. Right. Like you do need a tunnel vision. Like if you're a cook, but you're like, well, I guess I want to travel blog too because I, that's what's happening in my industry is that people are like, well, I want to get flued out. You know, that's the thing. I want to <laughs> start traveling like you. So I'm going right. to stop what I'm doing and I'm going to act like I'm a travel blogger. No, don't do that because then you're not really being authentic. Like right. don't take away from, because I'm going to tell you this in my industry, whatever niche that you do, Travel can be included. You, you don't have to label yourself a travel blogger. So say you're a cook. You know, you might get a brand to fly you out, 
for cooking stuff. So don't sit there and go, well, I guess I got to be a travel blogger to get to, you know, to get an opportunity to get flown out somewhere. No, if you're good in your brand, a brand will find you and they'll fly you out. So don't sit there and go, well, I want to travel to this. No, just, just, you know, be yourself and know who you are. And that's part of being a brand anyway, is knowing who you are. Don't be a follower. Don't just do a natural hair blog. Cause that's what people, I'm going to be honest with you. That's what people were doing back in 2014. It's like, oh, well, she got a, you know, natural hair ad. I'm going to get one too. So I'm going to start twisting my hair out. And I'm, because I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of girls back then was getting views and they were getting their ch channel traffic. They never was even natural. There was a whole movement of, I'm going to do the big chop. And then once they oh, did the wow. big chop, they would get a following. And now, you know, they're, they're, they're growing their natural hair channel, but in their heart, they wanted to be a fashion blogger, but they right. had to do their hair to get the oh. followers. And that's fine. But it's like, you just have to know yourself and be consistent with that. So everything sounds lovely, right? Right. But I know there's some pitfalls. There's some things you come up with. Oh, yeah. And I got a clip of you talking about something that you dealt with. So I'm going to cut to that and we come back. We'll oh. touch on that. We also, do? scoot over to the right a little bit for me. Okay. There we go. <laughs> All right. So let's cut to the clip and we get back. We'll talk about it. Okay. I hate to say it's human nature, but I think sometimes in society, people are looking to tear, like you said, hurt people, hurt, hurt people. So it's like, I see you shining. How can I bring you down? Yeah. So since you're an open person, you got this platform where you got a lot of people loving you and adoring you, it's almost like people are going, hey, I want to find a way to show you that you're not as all that as you think you are. So they want to tear you down. So what I think happens is people are trying to tear people's self-esteem down. And what's happening... Yeah. They feel alone, but they also, maybe something's going on with them. Maybe they're not accomplishing their dreams. So you were talking about basically because you're, <clears throat> quote unquote, a public figure, you're in the public mm -hmm. and you're accessible, that people come on there and they throw shade and they hate. And right. because they're not happy because maybe you're doing what they want to do and they just. Right. And, and see, this is the thing. This is the thing. This is why I'm doing this. Because there are people, there are people who are not strong-minded, let's just be real. They're, yeah. And they want to do what you're doing, but they, they're stuck. They're in a rut. They don't know how to go about it. And they, they see you with the success. They see you doing what they want to do. And they kind of get sour. And they mm -hmm. lash out. Am yeah. I right? Absolutely. I got stories. And <laughs> we'll never throw anybody under the bus. But trust me, seven years, I'm going to get those stories easily. So it's, it's real. Um. So you, you was asking me a question. What was the question? Yeah. So like, what are some of the, 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 you know, the hardships or the pitfalls or the roadblocks that you come up against in blogging? I know it's, I'm pretty sure some other bloggers get catty or, you know, you get the hate. And... Well, if you want to talk about, let's just say competition or, you know, people out there who are throwing shade or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. That's any, any field. Okay. Sure. Um, if I'm getting flown out to Disney and you've always wanted to get flown out to Disney, <laughs> instant hate, right? That's yes. instant hate because you're like, how did this girl, first of all, and I'm, this is honest. I'm just going to be completely, you said transparent. We're going to be transparent. Yeah. I'll be completely transparent. Um, a lot of the times when Disney was doing their media trips for a long, long time, it seemed like it was just for mommy bloggers. Like that was known. Like you had to have had children to, you know, because they, you know, Disney is a ch right. children friendly brand. So I used to always say, and this is another part of manifestation, um, you know, I got. I can't wait to have kids so Disney can fly me out, and one day they'll look at my brand. And that proved to be untrue because last year was my first year doing not one but three 
Disney trips, which is, you know, for a newbie, that's, you know, really unheard of. So I did Black Panther. I did Wrinkle in Time right after that. And then I did the Nutcracker. Now, mind you, I'm on this trip and I'm one of the, probably one of the only ones who don't have children. It's like me and maybe another person, but it's, everybody's like, wow, like she doesn't have kids. How did she get here? And it's not about my meal ticket was having children. It was about the person who invited me saw value. So the kind of person I am, hey, I'll blame it on me being an Aquarius, but I have a, I don't really care who hates on me. I don't worry about who's being petty because I'm like this with me and I'm confident yeah. with me. But that's a me trait. Everybody doesn't have that. Some people let the hate get to them. Some people let the the noise get to them. I just, do, when you do your own thing, a lot of things are not going to get to you. But if you getting distracted or worried about who's doing this, that's going to bother you. But at the end of the day, if someone's on the other side going, God, it's called envy. I won't even say jealous. If if someone is envious of someone else, it is because they feel like they're lacking in their own strength yeah. of what they're doing. Yeah, they're and I'm not going to say I haven't looked at other people in my field and been like, dang, I wish I was that. But I've never been like, they don't deserve it. That's not for me to say. Because, of, again, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I'm kind of a free-spirited talking person. I kind of talk metaphysically a lot. But I just feel like what is for you is for you. And I don't envy people too much because I feel like when my, when it's my turn for my door to open, it's going to open. It may not be right now, but if I keep working hard, a door is going to open. Yeah, Even if I sure. get rejected, I'm just like, oh, that sucks. But, you know, eventually somebody has seen me or eventually whatever opportunity that I'm going for, I'm going to keep going. And the key word is as long as you're consistent and you believe in your own brand and you're consistent with your own brand, something's bound to work out. But, um, as far as the issues or the drama or whatever, as far as people goes, I don't really have that in my life right now. I had that before. And I, again, like I said, I don't listen to that. If you want to talk about some pitfalls in blogging, just real life blogging, the way that I'm doing it or way that a lot of people are doing it, I'll be honest with you. Um, I still consider myself small time. Like I've been doing well for seven years, but I can be bigger. You know what I'm saying? I can make more money. I can get more notoriety. I can get another billboard. I can be on national television ads again, you know, but, you know, that's not to me a pitfall. It's still a continuation. So I'm always still striving for my next big break still. So that's not a problem. That's just a, okay, I'm going. And again, you know, this is a very competitive field. It's not a bad thing. I still get paid. I still have what I got going on. But it's always like, you know, I want to make sure I'm still making my money and it's still rotating and I'm still good money. That's anybody who's an entrepreneur. You can have a booming business, but you just never know. You just never know. So here's, so, you the, just know. So, oh, he, so here's the bigger question. Yeah. That people want to know. Yeah. I'm sure they want to know. We're going to get sure. your pockets. And get I'm not pocket. saying specifically you, but for someone on your level. Right. Who gets flued out. Flued out. <laughs> this is in like Disney or wherever you go. Yeah. What on average is paid to a person on your level to do that? Okay, and I'm going to be honest with you. There is no set questions. I have raised my rates, and I will not, like I said, I have a media kit. So if somebody mm-hmm. really wants to know, I can send you my rate sheet. But some things are tailored per project. I have lots of projects. I have lots of gigs. So no one gig is similar to the other because different gigs require different requirements. Okay. So it might be doing a movie gig, one thing, and they're asking for something else. And I might have a gig over here that's asking for something but it's a different amount. So everything is tweaked per gig. Um, and I don't have a ballpark because, again, I don't – it's it's just different. But go I will ahead. say – go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no go I ahead. was going to say – I will say this, all right? 
Um, you do have to base your rates based on, you know, your self-worth and what you can put in. Like your, it, it equates to based on your following. It equates to based on your work ethic. It is based on the quality of your work. I'm going to tell you the truth. There are people who think, oh, I have 50,000, you know, followers or subscribers. You need to pay me $5,000. And that does not always equal out to that. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. There are people buying their followers. They're buying a lot oh, of their content. So it's not even authentic. So some people yeah. think, well, I got the numbers. I'm going to be honest with you. I just got to 10,000 on Instagram, right? So like my cousin was just telling me this today. But you got 10,000 followers. I'm like, that's small time. But guess what? I've been making... Sometimes I've been making more money than somebody who do have 50,000 followers that they've had that for years or they've had wow. way more numbers for years, but it's still about the work ethic and your, your self work. So I've set my rates. I'm still growing on my rates. So just know my rates can go up at any time. It will not go down. It will be going up, but I've set my rates a certain way. Again, if anybody wants to know my pricing on that, I can inbox you that because I do have prices based on my work ethic but um yeah they're, they're, it varies to be honest with you but no i don't i'll just put you this way you can't just tell me hey can you just throw this up and i'll give you 50 dollars? no so, that's not gonna happen so, so so for somebody who's reputable who comes yeah. to you and says hey we want you to do this and we'll offer this can right. you give me a ballpark range of what they normally You got to tell me what this is. I, That's I mean, like a movie premiere or or the Disney thing or something like that. Like, what would they offer you? Not your rates. Just to give somebody you some want a range. Again, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, I know. I know, Kiwi. It's, I know okay, it's all about I know what you're you trying charge. to say. You're trying to figure out if she does this, that's how much she's getting. I'm telling no, 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 you. No, 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 no. Let's just put it this way. Let's just put it this way. I won't get pay less than a minimum i'm talking about it can be as simple as posting something on instagram like one mm -hmm. social i'm gonna give you something very small okay something as small as there we post go one instagram there we post. go give me something it will be no less than <laughs> three hundred dollars okay okay that's it no less so you're not going lower than three it okay. can be above three it can be three but you can't go can you post this on instagram for 50 bucks it's not happening so i'm saying that right. particular job will be a minimum of five but again if that's I the nugget you, okay, we wanted, Kiwi. Huh? That's the nugget we wanted. That's all we wanted. That's my, but again, somebody's going to look at this cool, right? I know. And they're going to go, oh my God, I'm going <laughs> to go, listen to me. I'm going to be real with you because somebody, somebody on here is going to do it. They're going to go, okay, bet. I'm going to get 10,000 subscribers or 10,000 mm -hmm. followers because Kiwi got 10,000. She's charging a minimum of 300, right? Yeah. I'm going to go buy that because again, people think buy it and I'm going to talk about that in a second. <laughs> I'm going to go buy it. I got 200 right now, but tomorrow I'm going to go buy 10,000 followers on Instagram. Just Instagram alone. That's what people are doing. That's like one of the main social media sites that you can I get know. paid, right? So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go buy that. And tomorrow a brand's going to say, I'm going to pay you this. And you're going to go, okay, I charge $300. And they're going to go, what? Like, yeah. No, because you don't have you don't have the you years, don't have you don't yeah. you don't have the quality. It's, it's, it's a lot that goes into that. So you can't. Right. It's not going to be based on. Okay, I got ten thousand subscribers. I got ten thousand followers. Kiwi charges three hundred. I'm charging three hundred. Well, it can not tell off way. the engagement alone. It's engagement. You know I mean? it, it's a lot of factors. Again, sometimes people pay me more because I've been in the industry longer as well. Again, right. there's someone who's been in the industry for um, like I said, six years, and they got ten thousand subscribers, and in their mind. They're okay with $100 per Instagram purse. That's yeah. them. So there's no, it's not like a job interview. It's not like a job interview and they go, okay, we're going to pay you this much a year. And that's right. it. No, it can change, but it, it, it's up to you. So the one thing about this industry, 
you have to make sure that you know your self-worth. So like I just said, if I charge no less than 300 for one Instagram post, and that's my rate, you know, or it's not going to be less than that. It could be more. Somebody can charge me 10000 Look, I'm if that's the rate for them. So, <laughs> hey, here's the thing. I'm going to tell people this. this is, you should do this at your job, too. Don't ever just sometimes say, oh, my rate is definitely three. What if they were going to charge you six? Right. What if they going to, you going to tell them, well, my rate is 300. You let them tell you what they're going to charge you. Then you go, okay, this is my rate. And that's just a little tip that I should be charging you, but that's for free since we all cool show and we cool now. <laughs> so, but that's you should never just typecast. I'm just saying, you should never just typecast yourself and let somebody go, okay, I'm going to tell them three, but this person, well, I was going to give her six, but she's going to, you know, she's going to charge me three. So that, that's what I'm saying. So every job is different. And I negotiate a certain way. And again, if anybody wants tips on that, and they want me to go in more details, because I know Cools, you know, we can go all night with this, but <laughs> I can always, you can always email me and I can give you more consultation. And I do have rates for deeper consultations on that. But there is, when it comes to negotiating your rates and just knowing your worth, there is, uh, there is timelines. And, and, and again, that goes with your media kit as well. So that's a, that's a whole structure. And your rate sheet. So if you don't have a rate sheet either, you're just telling everybody, hey, just charge me whatever and I'll take it. Give me $25 for an Instagram post. I'll take it. That's and again, that just that's just about knowing your worth and knowing what where you should be as far as how much you should get paid for a rate if you're doing sponsored posts. So so okay, so one last question. We're gonna yeah, wrap, go ahead. It up, wrap it up real quick. I ain't gonna talk to you yeah. all night long because you give hey. a lot. You're giving a lot. And I appreciate yeah. that. I'm pretty sure everybody appreciates it. Hope um, so. How long after event? How long after an event do you take to post your stuff on your website? Woo! Good question, Cool. And that's another thing. Oh, this is why I tell people. I'm very busy and I'm booked up a lot. So even today, I went from a, a movie screening yesterday. And then today I had to go to a 12 o'clock, which is very rare, uh, a noon event. So, you know, sometimes... The good thing about being a freelancer, good thing about being a blogger, sometimes you are going to have to have deadlines. So say somebody's paying you and you want these sponsored posts. No, you can't go three months and go, I'll post it when I feel like it. Right. Because no, they're going to give you a deadline because they're paying you so that you can do it at this deadline. So if it's paid, those are going to be priority. But if I'm going to a movie screening, depending on, okay, there's things called embargoes. So if it's not embargoed, I try to do it within the week that I went or at least the week that the movie comes out. That's a movie screening. But if it's just something else, I try to do it within a week of me attending that event or or less. But, you know, so things happen. Sometimes it might get, it depends on if I got other gigs, it gets pushed back. But I never go too long without posting something. So it could be anywhere between that week or within a week. Okay. And I try to post three times a week. On your website? Or more. Or more, yeah. Three times a week or more, yeah. But on Instagram, you're on there daily pretty much, right? Mostly, yeah. For the oh, most part. Please. And Insta stories, very important. Insta stories are important now. That's that's going to be the thing in 2020, guys. So if y'all are sleeping on Instagram stories, look now. The Instagram account, like your page, your feed, you can get paid off of. People are paying you on your Instagram stories too. So I would advise, and this is another nugget that I should be charging, but I'm giving it as a freaky <laughs> nugget because we cool. Okay. Courtesy that, of cool. Courtesy of cool. I'm just saying, be more creative with your Instagram stories because the brands are looking at that now, too. Like, that's very important that you rep. Because, you know, I just put it to you this way. I'm not saying don't be yourself, but brands are looking at you across the board. They're looking at your Twitter. They're looking at your Instagram. But remember, your Instagram is all cute and little fuzzy pictures and, you know, sometimes very curated, very professional. But sometimes people think, okay, I'm going to get ratchet on my stories or I'm going to get a little... 
loose on my stories. It's like, mm, you better be careful because they looking at you on there too. You never, that's what I'm saying. There's so many avenues that a brand can find you. But sometimes brands are like, wow, her Instagram, like people are, have been complimenting me on my story content creation lately. Like not just my Instagram. Yeah. They're like, I love looking at your Instagram stories because you make yeah. it, not just because I went to the event, but it's the way I've created it. It's the way that I present it. Because it's like I'm telling a story every day in a creative way. Right. So just- And, and, here's, me, and here's something too. Yeah. With how the algorithm is, yeah, everyone's not seeing your post, but a no. lot, a lot of people, a lot more see people stories. see your stories because it Absolutely. pops up there all day long. I, I see day. that myself because I had to, right. I had to start over. I had my little page and it was at like what seven thousand. It got hacked. Started mm. over. So now I'm only at like two. I'm building back up, right? Right, right. And when I post, you know, it may hit 40, 50 people, but I put the story up and I see two hundred people viewed it. Mm, it happened. Uh, or yeah. sometimes that could be they did see your post. They didn't want to like, but you can't unsee what they saw on your story. Right. So that's an, and here's another right. thing about stories that's important. You know, you have numbers on your story. So even if you didn't get like sometimes that's how it is. It seems like you get more views on your stories than you actually get on your post. So people are acting like they didn't see your post, but they definitely saw your story. <laughs> and, and, and brands can check that as well and go, OK show me your story number. So that's very yeah. important. And that's like, I think for 2020, people need to make sure that they're paying attention to their story creations and how they're keeping up with that. At least post daily. If you're not posting on your Instagram daily, at least try to post daily on your stories because people, you know, sometimes those stationary pictures, they can be, oh, it looks kind of fake or it can look like it's too editorial. But your stories, you can't be photogenic all the time. You got to be in the moment. You got to be yourself. Right. You got to be, you know, people want to see a person. At this point, I think, personality is going to be very, very, very important in the upcoming year. You know, like in the new decade that's turning over, people are like, okay, we love that you're an influencer. We love that you're doing stuff, but how's your personality? So I tell people all the time, like, you know, Instagram is great. I love that y'all are following me. I love that y'all like when I travel or I meet a celebrity, but if you want to know me sometimes, or even if you don't know me, know me, you're going to know me on my stories a little bit. You know, you're going to get a little bit of this on my story. So I would just say, if you're trying to build your brand, don't just focus on just the pictures, because that's just another note that I'm giving, and I, I want to keep giving this for free, that don't just focus on how cute you look in a picture, because that's not the only way you make money. Brands are looking at you as a whole. When you're a brand, it's not just pictures. It's your whole entire image. So even when they take you out of the Instagram world or the social media world, and they put you in the real world, you still translate. You're not just, huh, when she was online on these pretty pictures, she was one way, but in person, I don't think I like her. And brands have done that. They're like, you know, she's way better when she's just stationary in that picture, not talking. But then wow. when I meet her, her energy's off. So you want to be that same brand online, on your stagnant pictures, on your, you know, your Instagram stories, on your Twitter. You want to be consistent and you want to be true to who you are. You don't want to switch it up on each platform. Go, well, one way I'm on YouTube, yeah. another way I'm on my Insta stories, and another way I'm on Instagram. You want to be consistent across the board. So that's just my little nuggets on that and the analytics and how important it is because that, that all ties in together. So one last question. Sure. What is your most memorable gig to date? Okay. Easy. Easy peasy. I know um, you're Oprah. Say. I already know. Oprah. <laughs> who's not? Look, I, I'm sorry. Right now, I don't even know who's going to top Oprah at this point. And that was enough. That was from um, Wrinkle in Time last year. Just interviewing and meeting Oprah. I, that, how do you beat Oprah? How do you beat I Oprah? Know, so, and she's an awesome spirit. She's an Aquarius like me. And I mean, I always said, I, and I said this before, I said, if I ever meet Oprah, I know I'm doing something right. Like, I yeah, know 
I'm doing something right as far as my career. So Disney flew me out to do Wrinkle in Time last year for the wrinkle, her movie in Wrinkle in Time. We interviewed her. And then I, you know, I actually got to take a picture with her at the after party. And, you know, I'm just grateful. I'm just even grateful that I had that. So that is definitely my biggest and most proudest moment that um, that I was able to meet Oprah and interview her. That's dope. Yeah. So I got a couple fun facts just for yeah. the viewers who sure. may be thinking, well, really, how much can I earn a living doing blogging, right? Mm-hmm. Let's keep in mind that. What's her name? Ariana Huffington, the Huffington Post. Uh-huh. Started as a blog. Right. He sold it to AOL for $315 yeah. million. Uh-huh. We also got Brian Liam. He wrote mm. for the Wired magazine. He was an editor at Gizmo Tech Review. He started Wirecutter uh, Tech Review, and he sold that to New York Times for $30 million. Mm. So if you don't think there's money in blogging. Ha! Huh. <laughs> and, and Nicole, you know, Bitchy, who is now yeah. on Nicole. Sold her blog, not Nicole um, Bitchy, but she sold XO Nicole to Will Packard. And I don't know the numbers, but she's another one. And she's African-American, guys. She's been in yeah. the game for over 10 years. So, I mean, probably 15 years when I was in college. I so, her. Nicole Bitchy, I mean, Nicole, you know, from XO Nicole, she's another one, guys. So, you can turn, it's, it's all about how you curate your brand. Now, I don't yeah. think I want to sell Key to the Beauty, but, again, there's different avenues on making money and, representing your brand so yeah there's money but i need to i don't know who want to buy key to the beauty sign up email me and sign up you can buy it <laughs> 30 million it's for sale hey just keep working man you're on your way i see you yeah. out there so just keep yeah. doing your thing i appreciate you Thank coming you. on the show really appreciate the Anytime. time we went over Anytime. 30 minutes but hey what did i say it's not scripted we're gonna go with the flow <laughs> right you were dropping yeah. gems. i appreciate your transparency too and Thank giving you. us that nugget. Because people want to know. Try. People want to know. Nuggets. At the end of the day, people want to know how their pockets are going to look behind whatever they invest their time in, right? So, and that's not all. You know, you got to have the love for it. You got to have the passion for it. Yes. You got to do what you love to do. Um, and be consistent. Yeah. Be consistent. I mean, if you do it, anything that you do well, extremely well, and one of the best, yeah. the money's going to come anyway. It's going to come. I like that yeah. you said that's true. For it's sure. It's going to come. Yeah, because you're you know you're valued, you're worth something. So and you know your own value. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on. Thank Everybody, you. go check out kiwibeauty.com, kiwithebeauty.com. Yeah. Also follow on the Instagram, Kiwi the Beauty, YouTube, Kiwi the Beauty. Subscribe, subscribe here. Cool card, kicking with cool card every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Gonna have somebody else for you, dropping nuggets, dropping gems, help you. You know, carry your brand to the next level if you're kind of stuck in that rut. We're here for you. All right. So until next time, y'all. Peace. We'll catch up, Kiwi. All right.